are you feeling? Do people really want to know? And do you even know? I'm feeling very excited about discovering that anti-inflammatory foods both increase beneficial pathways of the body and inhibit inflammatory ones. The healing foods may be affecting both pathways because the chemical pathways are already connected by our circadian night and day cycles. We do more cleanup, reuse, and repair while we sleep using more anti-inflammatory pathways. And while we are awake and exposed to bright light, our bodies are using more action-oriented inflammatory pathways. The summary grocery list is to include more whole foods in your diet with a wide variety of vegetables, herbs, spices, beans, nuts, seeds, whole grains, and fruits. Fruits are at the end of the list because using moderate amounts of fruit sugar is a good idea for long-term liver health. Excess fruit sugar is stored in the liver as fat, which can lead to scarring damage and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, something that has become increasingly common among even teenagers. You'd think, well, I don't eat much fruit. Fruit sugar from corn syrup is used in most sweetened beverages now, so you may be drinking corn syrup without realizing And then you might say, well, but corn isn't a fruit. Well, it's high fructose corn syrup. It's an extract of the corn, making it specifically fruit, sugar, fructose. And excess calories can be inflammatory and lead to excess amount of time spent on storage of fat, whether from fruit sugar or sugar cane or green beans. It's just, it's hard to eat way too many green beans. The healing foods may be affecting both pathways because they share a step in common, a protein in common, among other reasons. And they can't both use the same protein at the same time. So by switching our foods to include more of the anti-inflammatory, enhancing, promoting effects, we may help reduce damage caused by a stressful modern life that has a little too much bright light. Our night and day cycles have become a little too much all day, every day, with the bright light of our cell phones and computers and TV screens. Moderation is important for many things. Cell phones, TV screens, sugar, whether from fructose or sugarcane. And alternative sweeteners can also fool the brain into thinking sweet, so they're really not helping us lose weight because then we might snack more because our brain is thinking sweet and increasing insulin output, which increases appetite. So moderation. 
including the strong spices, tea, coffee, and alcoholic beverages. They can have health benefits. Nature may have worked out a partnership where the flavorful aroma, taste, and colorful appearance of plants help to guide us to eat foods that are also healing. We survive with the healthy benefits of the tasty plant, and then we plant more of the crop, and it also survives, and as species, we both continue to adapt to the beneficial partnership, and we both survive into the future. Hopefully. Odor receptors and taste receptors are able to detect many specific chemicals. The odor receptors are more varied than the tastes. Much more varied. And so if we pay attention, we can learn which aromas, along with which tastes, help with what types of aches and pains or moods we've experienced. As we learn and pay attention to how we are feeling, we can also learn and pay attention to which strategies help us to feel better. Strong tastes may help with dosing. Some hot pepper, capsaicin, or black pepper with terpene to piperine. Some is good, and a little more is too much, or way too much. Both have medicinal benefits for the body at doses that would be very small amounts of the spice. While one phytonutrient may be thought to be the main chemical with medical action, such as piperin in the black pepper or capsaicin in the hot pepper, many whole foods contain a mixture of phytonutrients that all may act in slightly different ways beneficially within the body. The mixture of actions within the body may be more beneficial together synergistically, an additive effect, than any one extract might have been as an isolated supplement. So the black pepper may have other terpenes also that help in addition to the piperine. Other anti-inflammatory foods include, besides violets with beta-ion, that promote the anti-inflammatory NRF2 pathway and inhibit the inflammatory NFKB pathway. Include ginger, green tea, garlic, hops, which is happy news for beer lovers, that's the herb used to make beer, and fish oil, the omega-3 fatty acids DHA and EPA. The female hormone estrogen is also anti-inflammatory, and chemicals that act like it, called estrogen agonists, are also which includes genistein from soybeans and resveratrol from grapes, wine, grape juice, peanuts, cocoa, and berries such as blueberries, bilberries, and cranberries. Agonists are chemicals that can activate a receptor, such as the estrogen receptor, while antagonists would inhibit or block the receptor. So the healing phytonutrients may be agonists for beneficial chemical receptors and inhibitors of inflammatory ones. Food groups and phytonutrient groups that are particularly anti-inflammatory include many colorful fruits and vegetables. 
Trying to add one more vegetable or fruit at meals and snacks may be a simple way to protect against long-term risks of chronic stress and the resulting inflammation it can cause. Reducing inflammation can also help with chronic pain, improve energy levels, mood, act as an anti-anxiety and antidepressant. It's always getting out in the sunshine for some healthy exercise. A specific foods though, or phytochemicals that may help increase the beneficial anti-inflammatory pathways with NRF2 gene or protein, and which also possibly inhibit inflammatory NFKB pathways, include green and white cruciferous vegetables with sulforaphane, I3C, and other isothiocinates include broccoli sprouts and broccoli. And it was found that chewing the raw sprouts thoroughly seemed to increase the amount of sulforaphane that was available. Other cruciferous vegetables include cauliflower, cabbage, napa cabbage, brussels sprouts, kale, mustard greens, turnips, bok choy, radish, and other cruciferous vegetables, other greens, collards. In schizophrenia patients, sulforaphane supplements helped increase glutathione glutathione, one of the antioxidants that we may make with NRF2 pathway, animal model study. It has been found that glutathione, glutathione levels tend to be low in schizophrenia patients. The onion or alum group of vegetables also provide other sulfur compounds. And the alum vegetables include onions, garlic, shallots, green onions, and leeks. Colorful orange, red, and pink carotenoids are pigments that include beta-carotene, which is vitamin A in a doubled form, two molecules of vitamin A connected together with a beta-ionone attached. Lutein, alpha-cryptoxanthine, and zeaxanthine, and lycopene are also carotenoids. Beta-carotene is in red and yellow pigmented plant foods, including carrots, apricots, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, and tomatoes. And lycopene is also in tomatoes and other pink-hued fruits, such as watermelon, pink grapefruit, and guava. Purples, blues, reds, and yellows. The phenol group has a large variety of colorful pigments. And the summary point to the list would be eat more fruits and vegetables. They're all pretty much good for us. Foods high in phenolic antioxidants include many bright yellow ones and red fruits and vegetables that have a bluish or purplish tone. The anthocyanins have blue tones and are found in blueberries, black beans, red cabbage, and many other blue, purple, red hued varieties of produce. Flavanols are found in onions, scallions, kale, broccoli, apples, berries, teas, and chalcones are found in apples, pears, and strawberries. Flavonoids include quercetin, a yellowish antioxidant, which is found in leafy vegetables, broccoli, red onions, peppers, apples, grapes, black tea, green tea, red wine, and some fruit juices. 
also capers, radish, red kidney bean. Curcumin is a well-known phenol. It is found in a yellow spice used in curry powder from the turmeric root. Silymarin is known for possibly having liver protecting benefits. It is a phenol found in milk thistle, a medicinal herb. The phenol group also includes aldehydes, which are found in vanilla and cinnamon, and salicylic acid, which is found in many spices, berries, tomato sauce, and other produce. And tannins are found in tea, coffee, and wine, and in pomegranate peel. Baking cocoa, soy, and other beans and whole grains are also mentioned in the phenolic antioxidant group. See the references. The green pigment of all leafy vegetables and herbs, chlorophyll, has anti-inflammatory benefits, and it is found in all plants. The other colorful pigments might just be seen with the chlorophyll kind of being in the background of the more dominant orange carotenoid or reddish lycopene or purplish anthocyanin. Aromatic terpenes terpenoids is the group that we discussed in the previous episode with problem solving and forest bathing. The terpene terpenoid rich foods would include real lemon and lime juice or, or lemon or lime oil. And sumac has similar benefits to pomegranate peel and is found in a Middle Eastern spice mix called zatar. Rosemary, oregano, basil, and other aromatic green herbs, along with many medicinal plants, have fragrant terpenes or terpenoids. Diterpenoids include the medicinal herb ginkgo biloba and sage and rosemary. And andrographolides, which are found in the medicinal plant Andrographis paniculata. More examples of foods with terpenes are included in the terpene episodes. And the omega-3 fats, the long-chained omega-3 fats, DHA and EPA, are found in fatty fish such as salmon, tuna, sardines, and in krill oil. And a precursor form can be found in vegan foods such as ground flax meal, walnuts, hemp seed kernels, black currant oil, However, the conversion rate is not efficient and many people may need the DHA EPA form found more easily in fish. The Mediterranean and the traditional Okinawan diets are thought to be beneficial for promoting the anti-inflammatory actions of the NRF2 gene and protein. It may be due in part to the use of many herbs and spices and colorful produce within the traditional diets. Seaweed and fish would be plentiful in the Okinawan diet. And fish is also frequently used in the Mediterranean diet, along with olive oil, which is a healthy source of monounsaturated fats. The balance of polyunsaturated fats from vegetable oils, commonly used in deep fried foods and other cooking, it can be more inflammatory. While the omega-3 fats and monounsaturated fats are less inflammatory. Coconut oil and olive oil 
are good sources of monounsaturated fats. Eating healthy has the short-term benefit of more energy, alertness, and a positive mood. Serotonin and GABA and other calming and relaxing hormones and neurotransmitters seem to be associated with health. So the short-term benefit to your colorful, fragrant, delicious diet may be just feeling good. So here's to feeling good. Cheers. Thanks for listening. I'm looking forward to hearing how you are feeling. Email jen at peaceishappy.org.